This is part three in the Life Series, a series which promises to reveal the fundamental secrets of dominant victory. These secrets found in the Word of God will make today the best day of your life and tomorrow better. This promise sounds impossible, but be assured, it is readily attainable. The reality of dominant victory begins the day one is washed in the blood of Jesus. The day one is born again, and it develops as we grow in Christ. At least two of God's reasons for delivering this dominant victory that overcomes the world to his children are as follows. One, that we might have life and that we might have it more abundantly. Two, that we may demonstrate before the sons of men the great benefits of being a Christian. Psalms chapter 31 verse 19. Oh, how great is thy goodness, which thou hast laid up for them that fear thee, which thou hast wrought for them that trust in thee before the sons of men. 2 Corinthians 1.20, For all the promises of God in him are yea, and in him amen, unto the glory of God by us. God is glorified when his children enjoy his promises, and the sons of men see the marvelous benefits of salvation. An excellent example of this is found in the following paragraph of David Limbaugh's book, Persecution. It reads, The great American statesman Patrick Henry said in his later years, Oh, how wretched should I be at this moment! if I had not made my peace with God. On his deathbed, he affirmed his Christian faith to his doctor with even greater conviction, poignantly recognizing that Christianity had been under constant attack, but always emerged victorious. Doctor, said Henry, I wish you to observe how real and beneficial the religion of Christ is to a man about to die. I am, however, much consoled by reflecting that the religion of Christ has from its first appearance in the world been attacked in vain by all the wits, philosophers, and wise men, aided by every power of man, and its triumphs have been complete. End of quote. Have you made your peace with God? Have you surrendered your life to Jesus Christ? If you have not, click on the Further with Jesus and do it now. Today will be the best day of your life. Now for today's subject. God said, Job chapter 1, verses 8 through 10. And the Lord said unto Satan, Hast thou considered my servant Job, that there is none like him in the earth, a perfect and an upright man, one that feareth God and escheweth evil? Then Satan answered the Lord and said, Doth Job fear God for naught? Hast not thou made an hedge about him and about his house, and about all that he hath on every side? Thou hast blessed the work of his hands, and his substance is increased in the land. Man said there is no God-given technique for something as bizarre-sounding as dominant victory. There just isn't. Now the record. If you have yet to read or listen to part one and two of this series, please do so before you continue. Click to the appropriate links below. Without proper approach, no man can communicate with God. I must first have a fundamental understanding of who God is and also who I am. Once the smoke is cleared and I have begun to understand these critical issues, I am ready to continue in the quest for dominant victory. Following is an instant replay review of parts one and two of this series. Life series part one, Who is God? One, God is the creator of all spiritual and physical things. Following his owner's manual, the Holy Bible delivers optimal life. Two, God is truth. Two plus two equals four, and 3.9 just won't do, no matter how reasonably it is presented. God has zero tolerance. That's the nature of truth. 
Three, God is light. God is the illuminator and life giver of all that pertains to man, both spiritually and physically. The secret to Proverbs 4.18 is Route 7 North obedience. Four, God is love, and his love is surely not unconditional. His love is solely found in his only begotten son, Jesus Christ. Five, God is the God of fierce judgment. He is not to be trifled with. Hebrews chapter 2, verse 3. How shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation? Six, God requires true fidelity. Only the first voice will do, and cherubims guard the way. Life series part two, who am I? Number one, all mankind are sons and daughters of Adam and Eve. Two, because of the fall, we were all spiritually stillborn. Three, the only way of escape is to be born a second time. Four, at this moment, you can be in only one of two conditions, born again or not. Five, salvation is a journey that is finally completed when we see Jesus face to face and become as he is. Six, basic carnal traits are extremely hard to detect. Seven, every man's way is right in his own eyes. Eight, we see ourselves as smarter, more skilled, and more appealing than we actually are. Nine, your heart is not the place to put your trust. God's word is the only sure foundation. Ten, we must approach God in humility and have an empty cup. Eleven, Jesus Christ is the only answer to this carnal dilemma. Part three, is there such a place as Job's hedge? Is there a place that Satan recognizes as the hedge of protection, a barrier that he cannot breach? First Peter 5, 8. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. Note in Job chapter 1, verse 7, Satan's response to God when he was asked of his situation. Satan said this, from going to and fro in the earth and from walking up and down in it. Is there a condition in which you or I might find ourselves that Satan may devour? If Satan knows what this hedge of protection looks like, it's critical that you and I do too. A believer once framed the idea of Job's hedge in the term, a blessable place, a place that God can bless. God defines Job's hedge in Job chapter 1 verse 8 when he said to Satan, Hast thou considered my servant Job, that there is none like him in the earth, a perfect and an upright man, one that feareth God and escheweth evil? If I place myself in a blessable place, God will bless me. Dominant victory requires being in a blessable place. It requires the hedge of protection that Satan recognizes. In Job 1.8, quoted above, God points to four qualities of Job that we must mimic in order to enjoy Job's hedge. One, Job was a perfect man. After listing a series of commandments, in Matthew 5, Jesus said the following in verse 48, Be ye therefore perfect, even as your Father which is in heaven is perfect. Step one of a blessable place is to be perfect. Scripturally, it is well documented that our spiritual skills, understanding, and godliness are in a developing process. And when we finally see our Lord Jesus Christ face to face, we will be as he is. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, 9-12 For we know in part... And we prophesy in part. But when that which is perfect is come, then that which is in part shall be done away. When I was a child, I spake as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I become a man, I put away childish things. For now we see through a glass darkly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then shall I know, 
even as also I am known. Along this journey, we are directed to mortify our members or put to death our carnal desires and to bring every thought into subjection to our Lord Jesus Christ. If we slip and fall along the way, we are instructed to repent and forsake the error. First John chapter 2, verses 1 through 3. My little children, these things write I unto you that ye sin not. And if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. And he is the propitiation for our sins, and not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. And hereby we do know that we know him, if we keep his commandments. A good example of being perfect and the perfecting process is considering the development of an apple. In the spring, a baby bud begins to form on the apple tree's branch. It's a perfect bud, yet not a mature apple. Soon the baby bud breaks out into a beautiful apple blossom. It is a perfect blossom, yet not an apple to eat. Next from the blossom, a baby apple, it begins to form. It is a perfect baby apple, but still not ready to eat. All along the way, the baby apple grows and develops, and all along the way, it is perfect in its state until it reaches its full measure of development when it is perfect and ready to pick. Each stage is perfect in its time. Being perfect before God is to have all your sins washed away by the blood of His only begotten Son and to be fully surrendered to His Word. This is a perfect state. This is necessary if one expects to be in a blessable place. 2. Job was upright. Step 2 of Job's hedge is to be upright. Noah Webster's 1828 American Dictionary of the English Language defines upright as honest, just, adhering to rectitude in all social intercourse, not deviating from correct moral principles as an upright man, end of quote. 3. Job feared God. Step 3 was that Job feared God. God speaks of attributes that he finds acceptable in man in Isaiah 66, verses 1 and 2. Thus saith the Lord, The heaven is my throne, and the earth is my footstool. Where is the house that ye build unto me? And where is the place of my rest? For all those things hath mine hand made, and all those things have been, saith the Lord. But to this man will I look, even to him that is porn of a contrite spirit, and trembleth at my word. A man that approaches God with humility and repentance and who trembles at his word finds grace in his sight. Fearing God is also the beginning of wisdom, Psalms 111, verse 10. On the other hand, taking the word of God lightly or adding or subtracting from it brings one to a cursable place. Revelation chapter 22, verses 18 and 19. For I testify unto every man that heareth the words of the prophecy of this book. If any man shall add unto these things... God shall add unto him the plagues that are written in this book. And if any man shall take away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God shall take away his part out of the book of life and out of the holy city and from the things which are written in this book. A wise man fears God. This is a blessable place. Four, Job eschewed evil. Step four of what God found admirable in Job was that he eschewed evil, which means to shun, to flee from evil. Second Timothy chapter 2, verses 20 through 22. But in a great house there are not only vessels of gold and of silver, but of also wood and earth, and some to honor, and some to dishonor. If a man therefore purge himself from these, he shall be a vessel unto honor, sanctified and meet for the master's use, and prepared unto every good work. Flee also youthful lust, but follow righteousness, faith, charity, peace, 
with them that call on the Lord out of a pure heart. Recap. God was impressed with four attributes of Job. One, he was perfect. Two, he was upright. Three, he feared God. Four, he eschewed evil. The concept of Job's hedge is also found in Deuteronomy chapter 11, verses 18 through 21. Therefore shall ye lay up these my words in your heart and in your soul, and bind them for a sign upon your hand, that they may be as frontlets between your eyes. And ye shall teach them your children, speaking of them when thou sittest in thine house, and when thou walkest by the way, when thou liest down, and when thou risest up. And thou shalt write them upon the doorpost of thine house and upon thy gates, that your days may be multiplied, and the days of your children in the land which the Lord swear unto your fathers to give them as the days of heaven upon the earth. Note the linkage in the following passage. Third John chapter 1, verse 2. Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospereth. The blessable place requires action on the part of the blessed. Matthew chapter 24, verses 11 through 13, our Lord Jesus said, And many false prophets shall arise and shall deceive many. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. But he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. Psalms chapter fifty sixteen and 17, But unto the wicked God saith, what hast thou to do to declare my statutes, or that thou shouldst take my covenant in thy mouth, seeing thou hatest instruction, and casteth my words behind thee? It is common to mouth covenant promises, yet cast God's instructions behind one's back. These include promises such as, God is my father. God's angels are watching over me and my children. When a loved one passes away, he or she is in a better place. Or when I die, I'm going to heaven, etc., etc. In order to be in a blessable place, we must receive God's instructions. First John chapter 1, verse 6. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. First John chapter 2, 4 and 5. He that saith, I know him, and keepeth not his commandments, is a liar, and the truth is not in him. But whoso keepeth his word, in him verily is the love of God perfected. Hereby know we that we are in him. Job's hedge is God's blessable place. To access dominant victory, I must strive to dwell there. Following is the recap of what we have discovered concerning this place of protection and blessing. One, there is a blessable place known as Job's hedge. Two, there is a place that Satan recognizes as the hedge of protection a barrier that he cannot breach. If Satan knows what this hedge of protection looks like, it is critical that you and I do too. Four, God mentioned four attributes of Job that he found admirable. A, Job was perfect. Remember the apple. B, Job was upright. C, Job feared God. D, Job eschewed evil. Number five, our days can be like the days of heaven upon the earth. Number six, the blessable place requires faith and obedience to the word of God. There is a blessable place where today can be the best day of my life and where tomorrow can be better. God said, Job chapter one, verses eight through 10. And the Lord said unto Satan, hast thou considered my servant Job, that there is none like him in the earth, a perfect and an upright man, one that feareth God and escheweth evil? Then Satan answered the Lord and said, Doth Job fear God for naught? Hast not thou made an hedge about him, and about his house, and about all that he hath on every side? Thou hast blessed the work of his hands, and his substance is increased in the land. 
Mann said, There is no God-given technique for something as bizarre-sounding as dominant victory. There just isn't. Now you have the record.